You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Here we go. Yes, indeed. Another edition of Talking Walking Dead. Wow. What a difference a week makes. Joining me on Talking Walking Dead here on the Blaze Radio Network, Jeff Fisher Show podcast, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron, wow. And they devoted an hour and a half to the episode. Right, and it was a great hour and a half. It was a fantastic hour and a half of Walking Dead television. However, we have two things left uh, in the wind, right? I mean, we're waiting. We're still waiting to find out a couple of things. What's going on? And uh, that's just left out there. Uh, we're we're left out there wondering if uh, Glenn is really dead. We're left out there wondering uh, if Rick is uh, how Rick, if he can get out of being stuck at in the Winnebago. Uh, we're left wondering what uh, uh, how the herd is being is being headed out. We're left wondering, uh, Alexandria, what's going on back there? We saw uh, Morgan, the end of the episode, uh, come out of a house uh, with a hostage from one of the attackers of Alexandria, and then it looked like he took off running. We don't know where. Well, um, so, I mean, it was, uh, other than that, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cliffhangers, but if you listen carefully to the oh, end boy. of the episode when, when Morgan starts running, He's running towards Rick. You hear Rick's voice in the background, and he starts running towards that. So, so shut up. Yeah, listen to it. Listen to it carefully. All and, right, I'm going back. Yeah, listen to it carefully. I'm that's gonna have Rick. to turn it up because you know there are some decibels I don't hear, <laughs> <laughs> and Rick may be one of them far away. <laughs> He'd already be dead if I was with him. Uh, okay, I'll go. It's, it's, uh, that's very possible. Uh, but anyway. Let's get get to this episode. This is a prime example, this episode, of showing what happened to Morgan after Rick left uh, and bringing him up to today uh, while we know everything that our tribe was doing uh, during all this time and realizing uh, another character that we fell in love with early because of of his actions and then we kind of got into it and thought he was he'd lost it and, and went crazy and so we thought okay he's just gone and yet during that time he was doing all of this from last night's episode um it was really good and it's an example of what the new walking dead has not done and that is just give us a character to love yeah i mean the the way they developed the characters uh, for anybody that's not familiar with the original work, with, with, with not familiar with the comic book, it's just so great. Like you don't you don't need to be a comic book nerd to get into this series. No, you do not. Which is the best thing ever. And but the way they develop every everybody in this uh, in the series is Walking Dead. 
It's great. And I mean, the, the amount of attention they gave to Morgan in his episode was so well worth it. Really good. Yeah. It, I, was, I, I was I was actually very surprised yet uh, happy at the end. Yeah, and some people were complaining that it, it kind of screwed up the pace of the season. I don't think so at all. Uh, granted, the fact that the first couple episodes have been really, you know, uh, you know, full steam ahead, I, I think this was needed to kind of give a little break from last episode, last, last episode, with, you know, the possible death of Glenn, or the death of Glenn. We don't really know. Right. I'm, well, I think we're all still hoping that he is alive. Yeah, right? I, I think he's alive. Aren't we? I mean, we're still we're still hearting that uh, that he is uh, that he's laying under the the wreckage of walkers and alive. Yeah, he's definitely alive. I think I think they ate Nicholas. Right, and then he, yeah. like he's he's laying there in the wreckage, which you know, I mean, he's oh. carried wreckage before and and survived. So I mean, we we know that it can be done, and that's why uh, uh, Michonne used to have her slaves. So that she was in the scent of the walkers, so the real walkers would leave her alone. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tactic that the group knows how to use, and I think this is definitely going to be something that Glenn will be using here in this situation. And I, I don't really, and you're right. I don't think that it slowed the the series down at all. Not I at all. I think it made uh, a it made you want and uh, really uh, start dreaming about what happened to the others, what's going on with the others. And you realized that uh, we know that Morgan was struggling with killing these people. And especially since he came back and got hooked up with us again at Alexandria. And now we know why. And we also know that he can, uh, he's not, at least we don't think, uh, working against us, which we kind of thought might be the case. Yeah. He's struggling with. Uh, He's just struggling with the world the way it is and still being alive and, and going through what he went through while our guys were going through uh, what they went through. It, it was I, I thought it was fascinating. Fascinating. It was a beautiful episode. And the way that they did it, I liked how they went all the way back to the clear episode yep. explaining the entire clear. Because they left that kind of hanging. Yes, they did. And I liked how they came back to it and really was like, this is what he's doing. This is why, you know. He's gone a little, a little bit off the off the rails. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was giving you that Full Metal Jacket jacket through the eyebrow look. You know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, he was definitely lost it. <laughs> he was freaking out a bit. But you kind of see why and what the reason was about it. And then when he runs into Eastman, who's played by John Carroll Lynch, who's who does a incredible job. What a I, I love so much of his work, and it, 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 I'm glad. What did you, what is his his real name? John Carroll Lynch. Yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't know John Carroll Lynch? He's <laughs> stupid. Stupid of me, not John Carroll Lynch. Uh, I mean, he's fantastic. He's, he's done so much actor. great work. Yeah, and you, know, and you never think it's. Yeah, I mean, he's not uh, John Carroll Lynch starring in. Yeah, but he's there. He's, he's always part of something. He's a great actor, and he's yeah. right now also in uh, American Horror Story. Which he plays the total opposite of the like lovable like hippie in this episode. He's like this crazy homicidal maniac. But it was really interesting to see his character, you know, his way of looking at the world in this you know mess. Yeah. And it, it was such a uh, it was such a you know different vibe, and I really liked how they did it. Like the whole fact that too. he was making goat cheese and like you know being a hipster eating his veggies. And going well, to he vegan. wasn't so, you know, it, it, <laughs> it, at that time, 
when Morgan was with him, uh, it wasn't uh, as far along into the end of times. Uh, you know, this was way before Alexandria. I mean, I, at, during this time, uh, I don't even think that Rick was at the prison. Maybe, maybe at the prison. I think they were still at the farm. No, this was. Um, if, if you, well, that's right, because the, they ended it with him going to terminus. terminus. So we'd already gone. It was pre-terminus. Yeah. All that time was pre-terminus. Right. You're right. But uh, it was just fascinating to see that he, and then we got to hear his story. We fell in love with him, another character we fell in love with, because his story was, you know, then he went back into the city, and it was the end of the world. And he was like, I, I, he had to come back. Yeah. I but, mean, it was amazing. And, and the thing that I really liked about the way that they told his sto story was that he was a prison psychologist, and then he has this interaction yeah. with this psychopath. Who kills his family. Right. And then in return does a horrible, horrible act. But what I what I, what I thought was amazing about it was that he goes and turns himself in, but the world's already gone. And now his yep. horrendous act is the norm in this world. This is what people do before yep. lunch every day. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? If they can even get lunch. Right. So it was just really interesting to see his dynamic. With the old world, the new world, and the way they're facing it together, him and Morgan. Yeah, it was it was it was really fascinating how they did that. And I, I uh, you know, while I want to uh, let's go and find out what's going on, let's get our crew and find out what we're doing. Uh, it was great to have this background on Morgan, no question, no question. So now the question is, where do we go? Um, you know, we still have, right? I mean, we, we still have Rick at the Winnebago. Yes. Right. We've got, uh, we've got, uh, we're back at Alexandria. Uh, Morgan is running to somewhere after Alexandria cause they won Alexandria right now. Uh, the crew that came in to take it over, didn't take it over. Right. I mean, the they, wolves. yeah, the, yeah. The, the people who came in with bad teeth. Uh, they, you know, that's why I, I'm so happy and fortunate that at least our crew is, has good uh, dental hygiene. And they're British, uh, very which, is, which is kind of surprising. It is, right? <laughs> right. How many? Oh, my gosh. There's like three or four of them working on this cast that are British. Drives yeah, Morgan's me insane. British. Drives me. I know. I heard an interview with him not long ago in, in real life, uh, Morgan. Yeah, Lenny and James. I was like, oh, my gosh. You've got to be. I almost <laughs> walked away from the television. I was so angry. Uh, no, that's not true. But I was just surprised. It just threw me off guard. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, what's funny is that when Americans go and try to sound British, it sounds not right. It's awful. But when British people come to the U.S. and want to sound like badass Americans, it works. How is that possible? Uh, maybe, I don't know. They started the country. <laughs> right? Don't. Don't bring me down with that. <laughs> don't bring me down with that. We're all related to the English, but no, we're not. Anyway, um, it was it, it is fascinating that uh, uh, our group does have good dental hygiene. Very important, very very important. They're crushing uh, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we no matter what, we've got to uh, uh, you know make sure that we uh, enhance our load with toothpaste and toothbrushes. Okay, because no matter where we're at, we need to brush. Very simple. It's a simple code. I think Rick has that. I don't know that he's ever said it out loud, but he does have. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens now? What happens now? Does Rick Rick survive? Of course. I mean, he's got to get out of the Winnebago, right? Well, yeah. I think I think he settled that does up. Does it start? With that AK. 
does it start? Does it? I mean, is he? Is he? I mean, what happens to Rick? Uh, we've got the herd coming in, uh, still trucking away, right? With Daryl leading the herd. Yeah. Uh, um, and we've got uh, and we've got the city uh, trying to hold forts. I mean, it's it's a tough front going on right now. Yeah, man. It's hard. It's hard to be in the apocalypse. I, I, <laughs> the the thing that I really liked though about the way uh, the episode started was basically he's telling this this wolf, you right. know, his story and the way that he they end it with him locking the door that was left open for him with with Eastman with uh, John right. the religious character. I thought that was interesting because it shows you that Morgan wants the same outcome as as Eastman, right? Like the same vision for the world. Uh, but I think he, Morgan also realizes that it, that's a problematic, um, vision to, to get, you know, it's very, you betcha. it's going to be very hard. And especially with this new group that is so far gone. Um, I think he's going to have to compromise somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. Because he's struggling between Eastman and Rick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he knows that Rick has, he's, uh, Morgan has been very fortunate. I mean, he's had Rick and Eastman, uh, you know, take care of him and help him uh, through this already. So he's got, he, I mean, he's got both of that going for him strong. And both men were strong leaders and yet had little different visions. Eastman may have gotten to where Rick is had he lived longer. Really? You think so? I mean, it's tough, you know. I realize I have come, I have come to the place where all life matters. Yeah, okay, you know, right. <laughs> I got it. But these people are already dead, bro. Okay, I don't know that we count walkers as life. Yeah. Do we? I mean, obviously some people do, but I, I would not count that as life. No, I. Well, they were definitely killing a bunch of them, but uh, I think they mean even evil people. I think that was well, the I whole understand. message of it. I mean, but I mean, he the, the only re- he wasn't the only reason he was killing those walkers is because they were coming up on, uh, you know, his goat. <laughs> hey, man, a man and a goat. You know, That's a powerful thing. I th- yes, it is. And I thought so many more jokes with that, but I'm letting <laughs> them go. Um, the, I thought for sure that it was going to be him uh, eating the goat uh, when uh, when we came back when uh, Morgan came back. Uh, for some reason, I just thought, oh no, he probably got bit, and he's now he's turned and he's eating his own goat. You know what I mean? And oh, that would what, be rough. That right? Would, that would have been heartbreaking. Right? <laughs> and, and I thought for sure that's what they were going to do. I mean, that's that's perfect Walking Dead. That I is mean, very Walking perfect. Dead. That's perfect. That's perfect Walking Dead. But they didn't do it. They they gave you the they gave you the uh, one more out of going to uh, Clearville. And uh, having him get bit, and I thought that I was, uh, although I appreciated the bite and him saving Morgan, I kind of thought maybe that was a little weird because it seemed to me that he would have just come up and stabbed him with his stick instead of pushing him away in the middle. Yeah, or you could just pulled. Bit. You know what I mean? That guy I mean, was like, you can't, seemed, you can't just pull him out of the way. I, I would. It would just seem like he would have just come up and and uh, and speared him in the head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of jumped into the middle and stuff. So I was kind of a little disappointed with how he got bit. Uh, True, but it was but, very poetic. You know, it was. I know it was. I got it. And I understand why they did it like that. I mean, I, I get it. But I just, it just didn't feel right to me. That's all. I would have I would have much rather had Morgan come back and have him eaten his goat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Wow, an hour and a half of that, and then next week we start all over again. So good luck. Uh, anything else? Anything? Uh, any words of wisdom? 
<laughs> don't eat the goat. All right, thanks for listening. Talking Walking Dead. Same time next week. Look for the download. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440.